This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I want to talk about money. Raising money. Money really does make the world go around. There are few topics as critical as fundraising for progressive organizations. Organizations with no money are not likely to be effective and are not likely to survive. Now, not knowing how to raise money is an obstacle, but it's not the main obstacle. Here's some useful information for those who are willing to try raising money. And I'm taking this from my own experience of many years trying to raise money for progressive organizations. A good thing to remember is that donors rarely give anybody anything unless they perceive it to be in their own interests. That is why unions have difficulty winning big grants from corporations or from the super rich. Those people got rich by exploiting working people and consequently they do not tend to favor unions. It's not true of all philanthropists. There are some very large funds, for example, that got their money from people who are now dead. For example, the whole fortune that Ray Kroc made with McDonald's hamburgers chain was given to his wife, Joan Kroc, and she died. And it goes to very good causes. One of the main interests that donors have is taking their donations off of their income taxes. Consequently, big donors usually donate to organizations that are incorporated under Section 501c3 of the tax code. If you don't have a 501c3, wasting your time pursuing a lot of donations. Those organizations are extremely limited as to what they can do with the money, especially in the political field. 501c3s can't do much of anything and certainly not in politics. Organizations known as 501c4s and 501c5s, which is what unions are, can accept donations. They're nonprofits and they can accept donations, but the donor does not get to take it off their taxes. And since the donor is only looking for things that is gonna help him or her, then they don't usually donate big donations to anybody that's not a 501c3. But there are exceptions. In recent times, big political donors have gravitated toward organizations that are not required to report their donor list. That's the reason for the big rise in 501c4 organizations and dark money in politics. Many organizations try to incorporate both ways. They try to get a 501c3 to raise money and a 501c4 to function in politics. Legally, they cannot transfer money from the C3 to the C4, but they would really, really like to. In the not so distant past, union constituency groups and other progressive organizations saw unions as their own cash cow. If somebody needed to go on a junket to a meeting in Puerto Rico, if their little league son needed uh, new uniforms for his teams, they would go to the union. A few years back in the executive board in my union, we always handled several requests for donations. 
and we, we often approve them. Nowadays, though, money is a lot tighter, but union constituency groups still look to unions as their main source of income. I don't know how long that's going to last. As president of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, which is an AFL-CIO affiliate, I often ask unions for annual donations, and I do it every year at least from Thanksgiving to New Year's. I send them, first of all, a letter by U.S. mail. I always explain how we are supporting union activities and causes, and I ask for a set minimum amount. Whenever possible, I use the president's name if I know it. These official letters are necessary because unions are democratically run, and there are very few labor leaders who have individual control over any money. They have to go to their own leaders and their boards of directors and their memberships to approve a donation, which takes a lot of time, and they have to have some kind of a written down official proposal. That's why I write letters. I also alert our organization's leaders and ask for their cooperation during the annual fund drive. In some cases, we have a member who knows the donor decision maker and is willing to make the request personal. In mid-December, well after my letters have been received and before Christmas vacations begin, I start telephoning. In early January, if I still haven't heard anything, I call again. In some cases, some unions will require another letter or some kind of official document because, for one thing, they, they might have lost it. The Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and other constituency groups have always depended on donations from unions and union federations, union organizations. In, that, in our case, in the case of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, that means that I am going to beg them for money every year. Another really good way to raise money in the labor movement is to hold fundraising events. You can put together a dinner or a reception or power luncheon or maybe some kind of sports event. Recently, golf tournaments have been major fundraisers. Sometimes there is a prominent person being honored so that the donations that come in are seen as tributes to that person. It is also possible for events to raise money for an upcoming campaign with a published budget. Like I might, I might for example, say, we need to buy a new computer. We need $1,000. Uh, who's willing to put up 500 Sort of like that to get money for a campaign. But for events and campaigns, somebody has to be able to organize them and somebody has to be able to monetize it and get the money. That doesn't have to be the same person. My preference, like most people, I am not fond of begging for money. I particularly dislike depending on our unions because they are progressively being squeezed for money and they don't have as much as they used to. I think that an organization with a good program should be supported by its members. That means fundraising for small donations from individuals. Now, a lot of organizations try to collect dues. It's usually not very much. 
The National Alliance for Retired Americans sets our voluntary dues at $10 a year. And don't forget, it's voluntarily. Consequently, we don't get much money that way. Maybe a few hundred in a year. Another way to raise money, and I particularly like this one because it's mostly cash. Members aren't offended if you ask them to voluntarily contribute at meetings and social events. Union members, even retired union members, tend to be personally very generous. Whenever I'm in the leadership of something, I always try, I always try to pass the hat. This is traditionally how workers' organizations have always been funded. I, I think it's actually the way that unions were started. Passing the hat gets a little more complicated and lucrative if you can collect from credit cards because people don't carry cash around as much as they used to. There are organizations like Square and PayPal that will sell you a device that will read credit cards to take money. It's also possible to get a little small device that just prints receipts. So you can take somebody's credit card and make the donation yourself with your computer and then print the receipt with the little receipt printer. It's becoming more and more and more important to be able to collect credit card donations because people aren't carrying much cash anymore. Donations can come in online. And this is, I think, very important, and I think it's the coming thing. There are several services that will collect money for you online. When you have a special occasion, and this is especially good, like when somebody gets fired or somebody's house burns down, or you, or you have somebody that really needs a lot of money in a hurry, you can go to crowdfunding. And GoFundMe is a very good crowdfunder. They actually help you raise the money but they take a slice for themselves. I have used for online fundraising, I've used WePay, which is the service used most by union organizations. And I've also used PayPal. WePay collects money from donors and deposits it into the organization's bank at the end of every month. So in other words, they don't hold your money beyond just one month. They don't offer any banking services. They just collect money and at the end of the month, they give it to you. PayPal, on the other hand, is like an on online bank. You can pay your bills with it and you can collect money with it. Of the two, PayPal is cheaper and has more features. Either one of them will take large or small donations. Now, recurring donations. We pay and PayPal will also take recurring donations. That's where people who understand and care about the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and its mission, they make regular online monthly sustainer donations. Some of, some of them are pretty small. Some of them are only five bucks. Some of them are 20 bucks. But they do it every month, so it adds up. It is a reflection of their commitment to the work and it furthers their commitment to the work. And I believe that this is the future for fundraising for union and progressive organizations. I do all I can to improve our sustainer base. 
I've only been talking about how to raise money. I haven't really even looked at the big problem. The big problem in fundraising for progressive organizations is this. Even though almost everybody agrees that it has to be done, no one wants to do it. Organization leaders, including people in my own organization, usually just dump all the fundraising responsibilities on a single person and then just forget about it and don't even help. I had a good friend who was a salesman who gave me some good advice. He said, quote, you got to close, end quote. So in other words, if you're making a speech or if you're just talking to an individual, you need to ask them for money. You got to close. It's a good advice. Even better advice, possibly the best advice I ever received, came from an old timer in the progressive movement. She said, anybody can do it. It is just work. People don't want to dirty their hands, they don't want to offend their friends, they don't want to, they don't think they're cut out for it, and they think somebody else, like poor me, is more capable. They can't reduce themselves to saying those three little words that have to be said if the progressive movement is to survive. Give me money. Give me money. That's my message. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.